this Friday. Your favorite emotions are back on the big screen in Disney and Pixar's Inside Out 2. It's time to greet your Team Riley. It's anger. Let me at him. Fear. Safety checklist is complete. Disgust. Ew, ew. Ugh. Sadness is in the house. Oh, no. Hello, I'm anxiety. I'm one of Riley's new emotions. Disney and Pixar's Inside Out 2. There's a part two? We're going. Ready PG. Parental guidance suggested. Only theaters Friday. Get tickets now. Let's imagine the end of the world has come, and there's no drama here. The apocalypse occurred not because of the fall of a massive meteorite or a zombie invasion. It's just that people built ships for interstellar travel and left our planet because they got bored of being here. And still, many people stayed on Earth. But they just overslept the moment when the last ship with Earthlings left the planet's surface. So, several million of these people we're left to wander in a world without infrastructure, electricity, an economy, and the internet. What will they do? How will they behave? And will they be able to survive in this lonely world? To figure it out, we need to look at video games. One company beta tested a new game and then informed the players that after 11 weeks, the server with the game would be deleted. In a sense, the players controlled their characters in a world that was bound to disappear soon. In such a situation, all the achievements in completing quests were meaningless. The developers analyzed the gameplay to understand how people would act in real conditions if the apocalypse was to happen in a few weeks. It was important to see how the players' behavior changed as they were getting closer to the end of the game. Interestingly, there was no chaos in the virtual world. Everyone just played but they didn't accumulate experience and didn't collect items for leveling up the character. The number of tests passed decreased every day. The characters stopped developing. The players treated each other with respect. It's possible that, in reality, people would also stop thinking about self-improvement, their career, and boosting professional skills. A common problem would unite people and make them help each other. Such research into the simulation of the end of the world can help scientists and sociologists better understand human actions during emergencies and global disasters. So, let's return to those who overslept the departure of the last spaceship. And you're one of them. The first thing you do after realizing what's happened is run to the supermarket for food. Of course, you're not the only one who has come up with such an idea, so you meet many other survivors there. Now you'll have enough food for a couple of months. After that, the real challenge begins. Do you know the phrase that the strongest survives? It's wrong. The most intelligent one doesn't always survive either. Darwin wrote in his works that those who quickly adapt to the environment survive. If some guy knows karate and how to fly an airplane and runs fast, it doesn't mean he will win. Someone who knows how to hide from dangerous animals or can build shelter will survive. Those who are careful and who analyze and adapt to the situation will win. You need to leave the big city and start farming to have a food source. In abandoned stores, you choose books on gardening and growing vegetables. Also, if you eat meat, you will need livestock. When people left the planet, they opened the gates of all farms, so all chickens, cows, turkeys, and other animals went to forests and fields. You need to choose a country house with fertile land. It will be a challenging quest, so you train strength and endurance before you set off on this journey. 
You don't need to gain muscles, but running daily to improve breathing is an excellent choice. It will be much harder for you to survive if you are alone. Find some company. These should be people you can trust. Building a new society is much easier when there are many of you. You and your team find bicycles and go far out of town. Your water supplies run out along the way, so you go to the river. It's dangerous to drink from it because the water can be poisoned. You use special tablets that dissolve in liquid and destroy all germs. You can also use a bonfire and boil the water. You don't have to hunt to find food. You can find many berries, mushrooms, and edible plants in the forest. But don't eat the first thing you see unless you want to get poisoned. If you have no experience in this area, use special books with instructions about what you can eat in the forest. Always be careful and keep your eyes open. There are bears, wolves, and other dangerous animals in the wilderness. The bear is quite a cowardly beast, and it wants to meet you even less than you do. So in some cases, you need to make noise to scare it away. In addition, it's unlikely that animals will attack a large group of people. Great. You found the right place and started plowing the ground to plant vegetables. Every day, you and your friends go to the forest to catch turkeys and rabbits to create a small farm. You and your team have been working hard for many years to build a small civilization. The basis of any society is laws and rules. You write an extensive list of what is allowed and forbidden in the new world, and your descendants receive this knowledge. Mutual assistance, caring for each other, kindness, and love help the last remaining people on Earth to recreate a new civilization. Soon you get to know different communities, exchange goods with them, and even create a new currency. Of course, among the survivors, some are trying to bring chaos and break the law, but they are a minority, and as a rule, it's difficult for them to survive. In a sense, nature weeds out bad people. Humanity would survive in such conditions. However, if a global catastrophe occurred, people would have much bigger problems. Let's imagine that several large volcanoes started erupting simultaneously, and the continents got flooded by giant tsunamis. To survive in this situation, you'd need a lot of luck. You'd have to get to the roof of a tall building to escape the approaching water. And you would need to find a gas mask or a respiratory mask to breathe the air filled with volcano ash. Few people would be ready for that. Most of the survivors would be people living far from the epicenter of the disaster. When the eruptions and the tsunamis ended, people would begin a struggle for survival. It would be difficult to find food because the disaster would destroy many farms and supermarkets. In addition, many animals in the forests and fields would suffer from cataclysms. But you would still need to leave the city and look for a place to build a new life. Perhaps you'd have to sail a boat for several years, or walk around in a protective suit and a gas mask to save yourself from poisonous volcanic gases. But in any case, you would need to travel a lot and look for food somewhere. This time, there would be no forests and fields where you could catch a turkey or pick berries. Cataclysms would destroy all vegetation and flood almost the entire planet. To survive, you'd have to search for some canned food and fish and cooperate with other people. But would people be able to fully restore the population in such conditions? Scientists conducted some studies and found that several hundred people would be able to continue the human race for centuries to come, but only if they found a safe place where there would be no natural disasters. It could be a small island or a small town built on water. Our ancestors managed to survive difficult times 
an ice age in volcanic winters. For example, 12,000 years ago, at the end of the last ice age, people began to engage in agriculture. Small villages of several hundred to 1,000 people began appearing worldwide. They formed marriage bonds between villages to expand their families. Genetic diversity is necessary for successful population growth, so settling in one small village wouldn't be enough. People would have to look for other survivors worldwide and unite in large communities. Only then would humanity have a chance. That's it for today. So hey, if you pacified your curiosity, then give the video a like and share it with your friends. Or if you want more, just click on these videos and stay on the bright side.